Matt, what I've been doing lately that's been really valuable is I've got a theme of the week. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me as always on these Wednesdays, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm very merry today. How about you, Todd? Uh, yeah, you're looking very merry. You got the beautiful red uh, Darth Vader Christmas sweater on. You've got mm-hmm. the uh, Santa hat, so I'm loving it. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, what, a couple days before Christmas here, and so you got to get in the cheer a little bit. So if you're watching us on YouTube, Matt's, Matt's all dressed up uh, nice and cute. Yeah, well, you got a nice elf hat on as well, so very festive. Yeah, you know, just gotta get in the gotta get in the mood. Uh, we've been the Christmas music has been going, and uh, just getting ready. It's a kind of a fun. Well, it's a very fun time of the year for for us. You know, we got a couple of young kids, so we just enjoy the Christmas time, and it's a lot of fun. My son is freaking hilarious. Every present that he opens up, he is the most excited kid ever. He's just like, yes, 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 I love this. <laughs> Half the time, he doesn't even know what it is. Like, he'll just be like, yes, this is the greatest. And he's like, what is this, Dad? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, it's this. Oh, yes, I wanted that. You know, he's never seen it before, never heard of it. Uh, but it's a, it's a blast fun time of the year. We're actually going skiing right before. Uh, so we are flying back on Christmas. Uh, and so that's going to be, uh, interesting to be able to get gifts under the tree either before we leave or somehow, uh, we're going to maybe enlist my dad to come over and, uh, put gifts under the tree while we're gone. So it'll, it'll work out. Nice. I'll be flying to Ohio to visit my in-laws. Uh, so there'll be limited skiing there. Yeah. Ohio, wild times in Ohio. Yeah. We're going to uh, Salt Lake area and uh, going to have some fun. They've got a lot of powder out there, a lot of snow. It's been uh, whacking them. So it's it's been pretty good. I think at last I saw, Matt, they've got like 90 inches, about eight feet of snow. Mm. Well, hopefully that's enough. <laughs> that should be enough. All right. So Matt, what are we going to talk about today? Well, it's the season of the year, uh, you know, coming to a close and starting the next year here soon. So we're going to be talking about goal setting. And it's something we've talked about before, but I think it's really timely at, at this point in, in time to to really focus on, uh, you know, ending the year out well, but also getting the next year going strongly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's every, a lot of people make these uh, New Year's resolutions and I hate New Year's resolutions because they just don't Stick. And so why do goals fail? I think that's the first thing you've got to think about. Like, why are your, why are New Year's resolutions always failing? And I think on the New Year's resolution is because it's not really a well thought out goal. It's not a goal with actionable steps, with actionable items. How do I do it? If I do X, what is what's happened here and and how do I work the little steps and we didn't really think about um 
what does it really mean to achieve that goal? I think a lot of people will say, you know, I'm going to stop eating junk food or I'm going to exercise or, you know, those are probably the two biggest or, you know, I'm going to do this or that or the other, but they don't have like this major motivation to do it other than now I want to get skinny or, you know, something I want to fit into my swimsuit and spring break or something like that. But it's not like this big motivation. What are, what's going to happen if you don't achieve it? Yeah, I think uh, the, it, the the reason that a lot of these goals fail, you know, for New Year's is people don't have a strong enough why behind it, you know, a, a driving force, uh, you know, if it's just a, like, oh, I want to feel healthier or, or whatever, or uh, I don't know, it, if you don't have a strong enough why you just kind of meander on through your goal and you half ass it sort of. Yeah, yeah, it's the why and it's the it's the steps, right? And so that's a big thing. So when I look at my goals, Matt, and, and I create, we create what we want to do in you know 2023 here. I do several things that I think it's really helpful. First of all, I think about my long-term goals. So now I've got my long-term goals in my head and written down. And so I think about what are my long-term goals goals? What do I want to achieve? And we, I look at those every single year and I go, okay, right. And more than every year, by the way, but I, I go, okay, is this still what I really want? Is this still where I really truly want to go? And if it's not, you know, or maybe, maybe it is, but a couple tweaks, you know, we'll, we'll tweak it. We'll change it. Cause guess what? It, it always changes, Matt. I mean, you're never the same person. And if you are, you're doing something wrong. You're never the same person as you were yesterday, right? You're always growing. You're always changing things that you thought were maybe important when you were 30 are no longer important when you're 40, um, you know, 35, 40, whatever. And so it's always changing and and you're going to have to change those long-term goals. You're going to have to really, and again, maybe it's not change. Maybe that's a a wrong word, but, but you're going to have to massage those goals. So that's what I look at first. Okay. Before I move on, Matt, any, th- any comments there? No, I mean, that makes sense. What your goals are when you're 18 or definitely from, uh, you know, when, when you're uh, older. So obviously you have to, you know, change and adapt and update uh, what, what you're focused on to, to match what you want out of life. Yeah. And so that's the most important, I think, or one of the more important things about goal setting is to understand that goals are malleable, right? Goals are not this set in stone this is exactly what I have to do. And once I make that goal, I can never change it. Goals are malleable, right? Goals can be adjusted and massaged. And that's your long-term goals. That's a 10-year goal, five-year goal, whatever you want to do. I like five-year goals, right? And then I like a year goal. And my year goal is still malleable, right? And so here's what I'm going to do then. I've got my long-term goal. And now I'm going to take and go, okay, Let's back out. What do I need to do this year, this year to achieve my long-term goal? So maybe it's, I got to buy X amount for for me. I got to buy X amount in real estate. Maybe I have to buy um, $75 million in real estate. Maybe for you, uh, listener, you know, it's buying your first first rental property. Maybe it's passively investing in your first deal, uh, $50,000. Maybe it's, um, you know, buying your first single family house, whatever it might be, but, but that you need to put down. And, and so that's, by the way, that's just a business goal. 
Okay. And then I've got my personal goals. I got my relationship goals. I've got my, um, my fitness goals. You know, I've got all these goals. I've got all these business goals and I've got everything else. I want to make sure I cover the areas and the aspects of my life that are important, right? I've got, uh, my giving and, um, more, you know, faith-filled goals, right? And some of them collide with each other, certainly. You know, my business and my faith, I intermix in my personal life and my faith, you know, it's all kind of intermixed, but I also have some separate goals too from from all of those. So I want to make sure I bullet point my big my big goals. My business, here's what I want to achieve. I want to, you know, buy X amount. I want to, you know, uh, increase my investor database, you know, by... 150 people. I want to, um, whatever it might be. Okay. And, and then, and I do that with my personal and so on. And then Matt, what I'd like to do is I look at each individual goal and I start to write sub bullet points on those goals. So if I want to buy $75 million worth of real estate, what do I need to do? What are my main, what are my main tasks? What are my, the main things that I need to do? And so for me, I, I invest, I are not, I not invest, I focus on investor capital, right? So a big thing for me is we need to get more money in the, in the door. We need to be able to get capital quickly to our deals. So how do I grow my investor database? So that's going to be one, in, grow investor database, you know, two, you know, so three, four. And so I want a bullet point or put down, these are the three to five things I'm going to have to do in order to hit that goal. Okay. And same thing with my fitness, same thing with my marriage, same thing with my relationship with my kids, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to bullet point here, are the things that I'm going to do. And I might even under those have sub bullet points, right. Or you know, this is number one, but under number one, we got these three things. Okay. And we want to really dig in. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I, I also, I like how Jason Yarusi breaks down, uh, you know, putting your goals into, you know, achievable bites, essentially. You know, if you're running a marathon, yeah. you're not thinking about necessarily a whole marathon all at the same time. That's just too much. Yeah, you're thinking exactly. about, okay, I'm, I'm taking the next hundred steps and then reevaluating, or I'm getting to the next hill or the next checkpoint or whatever. And, and you know, that's achievable, you know? And uh, so if you're trying to just run the whole thing all at once, it's too much uh, for your brain and your body. But, but if you're just like, okay, this next checkpoint, I can do that. And then yep. the next checkpoint after that. Hundred percent. So that's what I do next, Matt. Is I take my goals. I've got you know my goal, my business goals, and my subcategories under each one of those goals. I got my personal goals, my subcategory under each of those, my my uh, faith goals, subcategories, and so on. Okay, and I take those goals and then I break it down into quarters. What are my goals for quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four? Now quarter one is going to be very detailed. Quarter two is going to be a little bit more vague along with three and four. And when I get through most of quarter one, then I'm going to write in detail my quarter two goals. I don't want to get too far ahead because things change. Maybe I got more done than I wanted. Maybe I got less done than I expected. 
So things change, or maybe the market totally shifted. And we're like, holy cow, you know, what we expected to do this year is looking extremely different. Maybe now there's so much more opportunity, Matt, or maybe there's no opportunity or, you know, whatever it might be. And so we're like, hey, yeah, we're going to put a pause on buying multifamily and we're going to buy, um, I don't, you know, we're going to buy industrial buildings. Okay. Well, if that changed, if we shifted and I don't know, that's an extreme shift, but obviously if something changed and shifted, that's okay. But if I already have my Q2 and three and four, and it's a little too detailed, right? So I like to break it down and then I can break it down into month number one and then week number one. And for me, Matt, what I've been doing lately, that's been really valuable is I've got a theme of the week and that's been super valuable. So every week I look at my goals and I say, okay, Q1, I'm going to be, I'm supposed to be doing this and year one, I'm supposed to be doing this. Okay. So year one. So by the way, Matt, uh, let me back up a little bit. Year I've got my year one goals and under each category. So if I got my business goals and then I've got my quarter goals. And so I can see that on the same piece of paper. So I can see my year one goals, my quarter goals. And I can see that on the same piece of paper. That way, when I go to my week goals and my month goals, I can look and go, okay, this is the, this needs to be my theme. My theme this week needs to be, you know, investor outreach or, you know, whatever it might be. Okay. That's my theme. And I like, I want to make sure my theme is going to change every couple of weeks. I'm going to get it done. My theme might be the same for two or three weeks in a row, Matt, but I want to make sure I'm getting through that and moving on to the next theme. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, uh, so, so you have that extra driving force that week or a couple of weeks, uh, you know, to get that piece of the puzzle really, you know, dialed in. Yeah. And it's a priority to me. So I'm setting aside time each day to work on the theme. It doesn't mean I don't have other things to do, man. I got lots of other things I'm doing that week, but that's my main rock. That's my main focus. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's what I want to go back to the marathon. Okay. When you talk about the marathon, that's, that's what, it, if you're going to try to write some goals, think about if you were to train for a marathon, what would you do? Would you go out the very first day of training and run 50 miles? Probably not. <laughs> no. Right. You've got a schedule. You're probably even, maybe even paying for a, a schedule or you're looking on the internet and you're Googling and figuring out a schedule and going, okay, you know, week one, this is what I do. I run, you know, two miles or five miles or whatever it is. Then I have a rest day. Then I run four miles with the rest day. Then I, you know, and so on. And then week Week 10, we do this. And week 12, we do this. And week 18, we do this. And we've got it. So we've broken it down into small little chunks. And I know exactly what I'm doing. And I've got actionable item steps I can actually take to be able to run my marathon, which is my end of the year goal. So I got my end of the year goal, run a marathon, right? And I got all these things that I'm doing in between. And it's 
leading me to that end of the year goal. And that's how you got to think of your goals for your business, for your personal life, all that kind of stuff. I've got an end of the year, big goal. What do I need to do in between to lead me to that goal? And by the way, it's more than just one thing. It's more than just going for a run. It's doing some speed workouts. It's doing distance workouts. It's eating healthy. It's drinking enough water. You know, it's getting enough sleep. It's doing the, the right things in order to succeed. It's not just doing one thing. It's not just being repetitive. It's creating the habits that you need to be successful. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, and there are goals like running a marathon or, or like there's an app called Couch to 5K that really breaks down the steps you take to from not running at all to being able to run a 5K. But uh, when it comes to goals of your business, like th there's no necessarily set in stone path of what you, you right. know, need to take that other people have had you know taken before. So uh, you yep. can learn from it can other be people. Challenging. Yeah, you have to use your creative mind to figure out like, okay, what are the steps I need to take in what order and, and how long is it going to take and, and uh, you know, how, what should my focus be on at any given time? Yep. Yep. It can be, it can certainly be challenging and it's easy to lose focus, but that's why we write these goals. That's why we take extra time to think about them. And that's why Matt, every single week on Sunday, I go through my week and I write down the theme of the week and I write down Every time I'm going to be working on that theme of the week and I write down all the hours of my day and what I'm working on in detail to achieve my goals, I break it down to make it simple so my brain can actually focus on it because I don't have a brain that likes to focus, you know, that ADHD brain that just is all over the place. If I'm not really thinking about what I want to achieve, it's easy for me to zone out and just boom, completely lose the day. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, you know, I'm, I'm really curious, like what does all this goal setting and, and uh, you know, breaking down of your hours, what do you get out of it? Like, why not just uh, be laissez-faire and, and take it easy and, and just uh, see what life brings you? Yeah. I mean, you get discipline, right? You get discipline and you get, you get a plan. Um, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to get to, how am I going to get to Salt Lake City? Right, Matt. How am I gonna? Where, what am I gonna do on on the trip over there? You know, I create a plan. I had to book my plane tickets. I had to figure out where to stay. I had to get a vehicle to get around. You know, you got to do these things. Otherwise, if you just laissez faire, how are you gonna get there? You're gonna hitchhike. You're gonna walk. You're gonna bike. You're gonna. I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, how are you gonna get there? We planned it, and we're getting to our end destination by planning. And certainly maybe some people can be a little more laissez-faire than others. Um, but even, even those people, they need direction. You know, some people do a lot better than I do with, with less planning. Um, but this, and, and quite frankly, Matt, sometimes, sometimes you don't need to plan out every little last detail, you know, Sometimes things do come up and sometimes you do need to be able to think on your toes, right? Sometimes you need to make that snap decision and things aren't going to always go right. So thinking on your toes is definitely valuable. It's definitely a, a good skill to have, but I think the more we can plan out and control to an extent, the better. So what's the right amount then to be working on your goals, uh, like of the planning stage anyway? 
Oh boy. I mean, that's a tough question. I don't know. You know, it, it really, I think maybe depends on you, but I, I think you need to take well thought out time to work on it. And for me, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm chunking it down. So I'm working on it for, um, several different days, not the entire day, certainly, but I'm taking some time and I'm working at my big goals. You know, that's going to be a couple hours, uh, or, or maybe it's an hour, hour and a half, call it. And then I'm going to take another chunk of time and I'm going to work on my quarterly goals. You know, again, that's another, you know, hour to two. And then I'm going to take some time to work on kind of my monthly goals and some of my main rocks that I've got to achieve and do right away. And so I'm chunking it down and I'm not just spending the whole time on it, but, and then I reflect with those goals and I'm going to run my goals by my business partners and and we're going to work on goals together as well. So. And, uh, you know, I guess what's the difference of like, if you didn't work on uh, these goals at all, or like if you didn't plan any, any goals, uh, you know, where would your business be in one year versus, uh, you know, all this focus that you're putting in? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously I don't know because I do, I do make goals and I do have these ideas and I do take action, right? So what would my, what would my business look like if I didn't create goals? I certainly don't know, but I do firmly believe it wouldn't be in the same position it's in today. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and for me, goal setting, it holds me accountable. You know, I'm, I'm not just uh, setting my goals at the beginning of the year and then, you know, hoping for the best, uh, you know, I, I, reevaluating throughout I, what you're talking about is the best part, I think, of the goal setting uh, you know, yep. to make sure that you're on pace with where you want to be and readjusting uh, to what the circumstances are, but but keep on trudging forward. Yeah. And find people to hold your hold you accountable right? Find people that you could have a weekly or at the worst case, I'd say a monthly accountability call with. That way you're going to, I mean, I feel like there's a lot better chance of you achieving your goals if you've got people that you've got to tell. And quite frankly, I like, I love it when you have some penalties, you know, you gotta, if you don't, if you, if you tell everybody, you know, your goal is to work out five times, in a week and you don't do it, you know, you pay, you pay the pot a hundred bucks. If uh, you tell people that, you know, you're going to read three books this month and you don't do it, you pay the pot a hundred bucks and maybe that money goes to charity or something like that. But it's accountability with some sort of negative consequence. Maybe you have to shave your head, shave your eyebrows. I don't know, something weird. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, me shaving my head wouldn't really make much of a difference. Yeah, do well, that then you have to shave your eyebrows. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that, that's how you look story. really weird. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I th- but I think accountability is, is huge. Um, and I think just, just even just doing your goals creates that accountability. Uh, but I think it, it just steps it up bigger if you can do your goals, create your goals, and then have accountability partners that can keep you accountable, that can help make sure you're going in the right direction. And I think sharing your goals is really valuable. Uh, so if you have a spouse, you can share them with, if you have a business partner, you can share them with, um, 
kids you can share them with. You know, I think just sharing your goals is huge. And I also think posting them, putting them somewhere where you're going to see them every day is very valuable. Go ahead and laminate them, make them really nice. You know, I write my goals on a piece of paper and go ahead and print them off into some nice font and laminate them and make almost like a poster, right? Um, and then post that in your office, post it you know, somewhere you're going to see it every day, somewhere other people might see it and be like, hey, you know, what's that goal about? Awesome. Yeah, for me, the uh, goal setting is and, and the refocus of goals is going to uh, you know propel my business and my personal life further and faster than I could uh, without them. Yep. hundred um, percent. And, and here's the thing is we kind of already maybe hit on this, but uh, feel free to set your goals with other people too. You know, it, it's cool to get together with, with other people and challenge each other on, on those goals. So we talk about accountability. That's just another level of accountability. If you got a friend, if you got a business partner, um, you know, if somebody else is in business, that's maybe even a competitor with you, but your friends with, um, set up a, set up a time where you guys can meet at a coffee shop or meet at each other's offices and just pound through your goals together. Talk to each other about your goals and it allows you to challenge each other. Right. Um, we have, uh, I, I have accountability group that I'm a part of. And today, you know, one person said, I'm, I'm going to, work out three times this week. And he said, uh, I'd like to work out four, but I'm just going to make it three. And I'm, and I challenged him with it, you know, because it's like, well, wait a second, you want to work out four. Why are you telling us you're going to only work out three times? Sounds like you're kind of trying to take the easy way out. Um, and so I challenged him with that. And, and, uh, he said, all right, I'm going to do four, you know, it's just something simple like that. And it wasn't, it wasn't that it was that amazing that we just, but it was just, just a simple, like, Hey, I think you can do more, right? I think you can do better. So and some, you might say, Hey, I, I want to, you know, buy $75 million of real estate, but somebody might go, wait a second. You did that last year. That's not a goal. That's just status quo. You know, Oh, I want to lose. I want to get to 180 pounds. Well, wait a second. Your ideal weight's 160. Why are you only going down to 185 or 180, 185, 190, whatever it is? You know, I thought your ideal weight was 160. Oh, okay. Well, let's hold you accountable. Let's get it down to 160. Yeah, that's actually my uh, ideal weight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, we're going to hold you accountable, Matt. When are you going to get it done by? Uh, well, it's going to be uh, first quarter of uh, this coming year. Uh, you know, I'm since August 1st, I'm down 27 pounds. So uh, perfect. Another uh, 16 more pounds to go to there. So audience help me hold Matt accountable. He's going to get down to 160 by the end of Q1 2023. And we're going to have to check back in with you, Matt, and see where you're at in 2023 end of Q1. All right. Sounds good. I'm ready. All right. Well, Matt, anything else on goal setting on, you know, what we're looking forward to here or, or anything? No, I think the, the theme of this episode is you know, goal set uh, to you know, help your, your business and your personal life propel faster than you could on your own and, uh, you know, keep at it. Cool. And, uh, you know, wear funny hats and enjoy Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope everybody has a 
as a, an awesome Christmas and, you know, just some, maybe some time off, time spent with family and uh, we'll, we'll catch you, uh, I guess, right before New Year's next. Sounds good. See you, Matt. Have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day Saturday. Thanks. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. It's a rating and review. just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.